The Boost Podcast serves an energetic community of business leaders, entrepreneurs, and individuals who are growth-minded. If you, your business, or organization would like to share your service, product, or expertise with the Boost Podcast community, contact Kelly Leonard. Email kelly.leonard at taylor-leonard.com. Again, that's kelly.leonard at taylor-leonard.com. Welcome to the Boost Podcast with Kelly Leonard. The podcast providing you with immediate access to tools, tips, and tactics to boost your business and career success. Build your brand, optimize relationships, obtain more leads, secure thought leadership space, and tap into new markets. It's the Boost Podcast. And now, here's Kelly Leonard. Hello, and welcome back to the Boost Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Leonard. Chelsea Newmeyer is a productivity coach for business owners who are ready to stop feeling overwhelmed and to start to feel under control. She helps entrepreneurs manage their limited resources, including their time, to maximize results and avoid burnout. The parts of Boost we cover are build your brand and obtain more leads. Hey, Chelsea, welcome to the Boost podcast. Hey, how are you? I am doing well. I'm doing well. So for those who are hearing your name for the first time, tell us a little bit more about you and the work that you do. Sure. So my name is Chelsea Newmeyer, and I am a time management and productivity coach. I mostly work with solopreneurs and my goal is to help people figure out a schedule and live a life of time freedom that we all want as entrepreneurs. You know, and it's so funny because especially when you talk about time freedom, Sometimes I feel like I'm in this like time warp, like sometimes I'm like, okay, it's, I don't know what the date is. It's like, it feels like the year on the one hand it's flown, but on the other hand, it's just dragging. And so it's like, what's up with time? And so, (laughs) so talk to us, tell us more about how a business owner should prioritize their time. Yeah. So I was inspired to start this business after reading some really terrible productivity advice out there. And at the time I was working in a more traditional work environment, I was going into an office and the advice I was reading was things like, you know, block out an entire day for deep work Mm -hmm. or take a nap in the middle of the day to recharge. And I was like, who's going to tell my boss I need a couch in my office? Or like, I can't talk to her for an entire day, right? I could just, I was so frustrated by this advice. And so when it came to working with other entrepreneurs, especially people who are new to this space, who maybe still be working a full-time job, but the reality is we have a lot of priorities because we're the only people doing all of the things. Mm-hmm. And so when I talk about productivity, I always talk about not doing more for the sake of doing more. It's doing more to make sure that you're reaching your goals. So long story short there, to answer the question about priorities, it's really about understanding what your goals are Mm -hmm. and getting down to the root of why you wanted to start a business, kind of what's your why behind there. How can you identify your values? How are you going to make sure that you're prioritizing? Typically, we want to prioritize our family, our friends, our relationships, and ourselves first. We are the most important asset of our business. We have to take good care of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And then everything else, it's making sure that you're doing the right work at the right time so that you're being the most effective and efficient that you can be. And then just making sure that the those 
the, the, the single tasks that you're doing every day are really moving you toward your goals. You're not just like fiddling with your website because it makes you feel productive, mm-hmm. but that's actually not, <laughs> that's not revenue generating for right. most people. Right now. And then even with goal setting, because it feels like oftentimes as entrepreneurs, it's like, you know, I can conquer the world. And so it could be an instance of, oh, we're biting off more than we can chew. And so how do you even in prioritizing your time and understanding your goals, what are some of the best practices around like just being really specific around what you can do and being realistic around what you can do given the time that you have? Yeah, that's such a good question. Setting goals can be really tricky. Because especially when we're new to business, it's so hard to know what's realistic. And mm-hmm. I, you know, it's fun to have big goals, right? You want to make $100,000 in your business. But when you're just starting out, you don't I struggle to know if that's conceptually true, right? Like, do you have the packages that even support making that much money? Do you have the services or your pricing supporting that, making that much money? So I like to really encourage, especially new business owners, to look at process goals. So for example, if we want to grow, you know, grow our Instagram following, right? Mm-hmm. We can't necessarily control the fact that we're going to get a thousand followers or not, but what we can control is that we're going to post five times a week. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to position yourself as an expert, right? So you want to rank high, maybe you, you can't control that perception per se, but you can write two blogs mm-hmm. a week or two blogs a month, right? So start identifying some of those process goals that can help build that momentum where you can see the progress and that also helps figure out what's working and what's not. If you're posting consistently five times a week on Instagram, for example, and you're not seeing the growth that you anticipated, that's when you can kind of step back and say, okay, maybe I need to readjust. Maybe I need to either change the goal or change what I'm posting or tweak the language I'm using or partner with someone, get some additional help or insight. And so, and what I'm hearing in so much of what you just shared is sort of having a really well-written to-do list. And I know that's one of the things that you help folks to to do as well as creating an effective to-do list. And so how would you suggest that folks go a, a, about creating an effective to-do list? Yeah, I think this is one of the number one mistakes people make. And I'm guilty of it all the time too is we put way too many things on our to-do list on any given day. And it's this fine balance of just thinking that we can get more done. And then we end up feeling bad about ourselves at the end of the day that we only got, you know, a half of our list done. So I really recommend people start with three to five things on their list. And I say that because we know that there's going to get, there's going to be more things that come up, right? You're going to be having a meeting with a client and they're going to say, And you're going to say, oh, I'll follow up with you on that, right? And then all of a sudden, that's on your to-do list. So if we start with three to five, inevitably, we're going to end up with seven to 10. But let's not start with 10 Mm -hmm. and then end up with 20. Mm -hmm. So I always say, I say, start with three to five and make them really small, actionable things. So the to-do list item wouldn't be design your website. Mm -hmm. The to-do list item would be gather five photos that you're going to use when designing your website or create your homepage. It's going to be really small bite-sized pieces that you can fit within a time block on your calendar. 
Okay. And then inevitably what's going to end up on someone's calendar is something that they really don't want to do. The to-do list mm-hmm. becomes a, I don't want to do that thing. Absolutely. And so how do you even navigate the procrastination that oftentimes can settle in as an entrepreneur? Because you're staring at this list of this ever-growing list of things to do, but, and there's only but so much time in a day. Yeah. And I love, love, love talking about procrastination because everybody faces it, right? It's so easy to sit here and say like, oh, just add three to five things and say super focused and get it all done. And then exactly to your question, we just don't want to do some right. of those things, right? Like we just don't want to do it. And so I, I really encourage people to understand why they're procrastinating. So sometimes it's just because we don't like to do it, right? And, you know, I can think of um, taking care of your money right? It's simply something that people could typically avoid. They don't like to do it. So they procrastinate on it, Mm -hmm. but you could also be procrastinating because you don't know where to start. Mm. It's a big project and you don't know where to start and it feels overwhelming. Mm -hmm. You could be procrastinating because you're scared of failing or you're being a perfectionist about what you're releasing into the world. It could be that you just don't like it. Um, you know, but so getting to the root of why we're procrastinating really helps you to figure out what's going to be the best approach to overcome that procrastination. And so to overcome the procrastination, obviously, if you're struggling about get to where to start, it's break it down into the smallest possible steps. Mm -hmm. If you don't like it, you make it fun, right? That's where you can put a reward in or pair it with something that you really enjoy, like listening to your favorite Spotify soundtrack when you're working on a particular task or giving yourself some kind of reward, like a walk or a treat or something after it's completed. Mm -hmm. And if you are feeling um, scared of failure or if you're being a perfectionist about it, thinking back to the why behind what you're doing, that vision can Mm -hmm. be super motivating and keeping us going. So again, it's a lot of different ways to kind of pair up the reasons that we procrastinate with how to overcome them. Gotcha. And I would argue too, that if you don't like doing it, hire somebody to do it for you. Like, <laughs> what is that one too. thing yeah. that you hate doing? It's like, there's bound to be someone in this world of infinite, like, uh, possibilities, someone who enjoys doing that task that you don't like doing. So absolutely. <laughs> if you can afford to delegate by all means. <laughs> absolutely. And I know one of the things that you really, um, specialize in and, and you have a project, a group coaching project from overwhelmed to under control. And so in the whole vein of feeling overwhelmed, what's the best thing or the best way actually to move forward when someone is feeling overwhelmed? Because I do know, particularly now where it feels like everything feels heavier post COVID Mm -hmm. than it did pre COVID. And so it feels like, you know, many of us are wearing multiple, multiple hats. And then you've just got the heaviness of just all of what's going on in the world. And so how do folks navigate? What's the best way to move forward when you are feeling overwhelmed? Yeah, I think kind of that that, that triage approach, right? Like we had to figure out what's going on and kind of what's the most important thing and delegate or delay the things that can be delegated or delayed. I also really like this, a concept of a brain dumping or mind sweeping, decluttering your mind, you can call it all kinds of things, but really getting all of those tasks out of your head. I think often when I feel overwhelmed, it's because all these things keep popping up, right? I'm thinking about all these different facets of my business, all these facets of the things that I have to do. 
at home in my life. I got to take care of this, my family. And so that's what starts that, that overwhelmed feeling that, oh my gosh, how am I going to get all this done? Mm -hmm. So I really like the brain dump approach. Get out a piece of paper, write down all of the things that you can possibly think that you have to do, you want to do, you dream of doing your goals, your ideas, just get it all out on paper. Mm-hmm. You'll instantly start to recognize what's actually important, what's actually a priority. And then you can go back and kind of circle or highlight what's actually needs to get done in the window of time that you have. And then just kind of triage from there, right? Get I, I like using a little bit of a work ritual that kind of gets you focused, recentered, make sure that you have all of the things that you need to take care of yourself so that you're not hitting that burnout, right? Prioritize sleep, drink your water, eat health, you know, all that kind of standard mm-hmm. stuff that mm-hmm. can so easily get kicked to the curb when we start to feel overwhelmed and things start to feel heavy. So I'm just curious, since you do a lot in the space of productivity, is there, are there one or two tools like productivity tools that are like your go-to, like I would not be able to deal with life if it weren't for X, like whether it's an app or a product or service or something like that. Do you have like one or two that you can share? Yeah. I mean, my Google calendar is my ride or die. Um, (laughs) and I, (laughs) I have to have it. Uh Um, I also use outlook for a few clients. I have a couple of different emails that I use for different pieces of my work and they have to talk to each other. Mm -hmm. So I have been ensuring that all my calendars talk to each other so that I know where I'm supposed to be at any given time. And I don't double book myself, especially with podcasting. It is so easy Uh to accidentally double book yourself. So calendar is my ride or die. And then honestly, I'm super low tech. My to-do list is a piece of paper, like not even a planner. It is, it's a half sheet of paper that I've recycled from something I printed on the other side of it. That's what I use day to day to write those three to five things. Um, and then I use a fancier notebook that I actually designed with a friend of mine for my brain dump list. Uh, So I do that. I do that every week. And then I jot down the three to five things on a scrap sheet of paper. (laughs) So your brain dump process, that's a weekly process that you take yourself through? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And so from the brain dump, you're then drilling down to the three to five things that are then exactly. Okay. All right. I'm seeing seeing the cadence. (laughs) Yeah. And I don't really recommend doing a brain dump more than once a week because that that list then becomes a catch-all for other things that come up through the week. So as things get added to your plate, you can continue to add them to the list. Mm -hmm. But I don't want anyone to duplicate efforts. And I also wouldn't recommend anyone like use it as a procrastinate planning tool or technique, which means that you rewrite your entire list because it helps you feel productive, (laughs) but you're actually not accomplishing anything when you do that. (laughs) It's okay that the list has things crossed off. Just leave it. Yeah, because that would be on our to-do list, like reorganize my brain dump. (laughs) Now type out my brain dump, (laughs) text the brain dump to myself. Color coordinate, (laughs) color coordinate the brain dump. I mean, there's a lot of ways that we can spend a lot of time planning and no time doing. (laughs) Wow. Well, now Chelsea, tell us a little bit about your group coaching program. Yeah. So it's called From Overwhelmed to Under Control and it's a 12-week program and it's actually a cohort model. And what I mean by that is we all start together and meet weekly. So you'll get the module 
And then at the end of the week, we talk about the module together and we talk about a lot of what we talked about in this podcast, but it starts with that productivity mindset. So making sure that you understand what productivity means that we're not putting value on output, but value on, or how much output, but value on like what you're creating and and how that's serving you and your clients and moving you towards your goals. And then kind of get more tactical into inbox management, scheduling, time blocking, organization, all the, all the real kind of tactical pieces of it. Mm-hmm. And the reason I decided to do a cohort model was one, entrepreneurship is hard and a little bit lonely. Mm-hmm. And so having that community is really nice because we're all going to come together and talk about it. We're going to learn from each other. Productivity is super personal. So I, what works for me may not work for someone else in the group. And so we can talk about different ideas. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know about you, but I am such a course junkie. I have, will buy these big bundles. I'll buy all kinds of courses and then I never complete them. Mm-hmm. So this is that additional level of accountability where you're getting a couple videos a week. Nothing's more than an hour. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to talk about it. So you can ask your questions and really dig deep into the material um, with me and with the other folks in the group. So it's been a lot of fun so far and the group is phenomenal and I'm relaunching it, um, in January, the second session will start in January. Awesome. To kick, off, kick off 2023 with a yeah, bang, exactly. right? Good stuff. Yeah. Well, if someone's listening into the podcast and they're interested in your coaching program or just in getting in touch with you in general, what's the best way to do that? Yeah, I'm definitely on Instagram. It's Chelsea N Coaching, and that's Chelsea with a Y. Uh, and then all of the information on the different ways to work with me, the different types of services I offer are on my website at ChelseaNewmeyer.com. Awesome. Well, Chelsea, thank you for what you do and wishing you an extraordinarily productive rest of 2022. (laughs) Thank you so much. This is wonderful. The Boost Podcast is sponsored in part by Reveal Wealth. Let the professionals at Reveal Wealth assist you on your financial journey. From individual financial planning, family financial planning, business planning, insurance planning, and more, Reveal Wealth's holistic approach gives you the freedom to take control of your financial security. No matter your age or stage in life, the professionals at Reveal Wealth are ready to assist. Contact them now for a free initial consultation. Go to WeRevealWealth.com. That's WeRevealWealth.com. Or call 410-928-8081. Take control of your financial security by allowing Reveal Wealth to serve you. WeRevealWealth.com. That's WeRevealWealth.com or call 410-928-8081 and tell them you heard about them on the Boost Podcast. Well, that concludes this episode of the Boost Podcast. Thank you again for listening in. If you don't mind, if you could like, subscribe, or share the podcast with a friend, I would greatly appreciate it. For more information on anything Boost related, you can visit our website at www.kellytleonard.com. 